Good morning and welcome back to Conscious Butterflies. I really don't think I've ever recorded a podcast in the morning. Um, But anyways, I'm your host, Emily Dugan. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy I'm here. It's been a damn minute since I really have just been me, my own safe space, my own, me and my microphone, me and my own energy, and really just feeling inspired to even speak behind the microphone. I've taken such a long drawn out break and I actually just got the reminder on my phone like a week or two ago that it was a year plus now that I initially started this podcast and just looking back I remember being in a place where I was just oh my goodness I the the time I finally first made a podcast it was on top of the world like nothing could stop me and um I know I had just some periods and gaps and like a few weeks in between one to the next podcast and then I would get regular with it like weekly and then it just came this dried up just route of nothing of not feeling inspired not feeling adequate enough not feeling like I have the right message feeling like I don't trust my words feeling like my words don't make sense that nobody else could understand them that nobody's relatable that like you know, just all this bullshit. And I really just started to listen and obey to those thoughts in my head. And those thoughts in my head are not me. It's not a reflection of who I am. It is just a, a protector. You know, I, I think that that voice that's constantly in our head, I don't know if you listen to it, but if you listen to it, it's those nonstop thoughts that are just constantly draining you, constantly telling you, no, don't do this. You know, like when you get the feeling to go to the gym and you're like, no, I just want to lay in bed. That's what feels good. You know, that's that thought in our head. And I really just played a victim to the thought in my head for so long now. And to the point that I've really stepped away from everything that's given me pure joy and given me pure excitement and what has lit me up in the past and something that I know is my superpower and and I have in the discovery of my superpower is connecting, you know, trying to get out these messages in some kind of way. And I'm not an expert at it by any means. I'm not gonna sit here to claim that, but I know that it's where I feel my most happy. I feel vulnerable I feel excited and because of that I know that it's a superpower that I need to unleash and I'm not going to unleash it by listening to the thoughts in my head and not recording and not posting and not being a part of just gaining knowledge about you know confidence and and just magnetism and just learning how we can break all of these boulders that hold us down from not chasing our desires because that's the whole goal of this podcast, right, is just to build a confident mindset, to be conscious about the way that we're thinking, the way that we're living, and, you know, to ultimately go through that metamorphosis of just becoming this badass version of who we are, and in that, unlocking our superpowers along the way. So, with that being said, thank you for tuning in wherever you're at. I am so happy, like I said, to be back here, and Um, How about just a few topics I want to talk about today? Um, And I guess that's what was hard for me the last couple months was like, I just, like I said, I had no confidence and had no trust in what I wanted to talk about. And I was laying in bed this morning and I was like, I'm recording a podcast. I'm getting up and I'm doing it. And that thought 
trickled into my head right away. Like, what are you going to even talk about? You don't have anything to talk about. It's like, you know, talk about my damn life. Like, what's been going on? What's been holding me back? The problems that I've been facing, you know, the things that I've been having to grow through individually, things that have really just buckled me down from just accelerating. I feel like I've had a lot of change on the external side, like where I live and, you know, just the dynamic of my life. But what's not happening is any change on the internal side. I haven't grown. I feel like I've been this stagnant, just like ball of fury, emotional ball of fury, just like waiting to blow up. And I did. I had breakdowns and I would have days in a row where I just like couldn't stop crying. I'd be grocery shopping and cry. I'd be in the car and cry. I'd like be in a happy moment and just cry. And I was just so emotionally unstable. And also just, I, I was emotionless to life happening around me, to, to people. And, you know, because of that, I lost every sense of creativity because I didn't believe in my creativity because everything in me was just trying to like, I just think of it in a way like I was literally like a lemon just being squeezed of all of like the sweet tenderness until I was just like this dried out version of a lemon thrown in the trash, you know, and I didn't, you know, I wasn't being used to my proper needs. I wasn't being made in any lemonade. I wasn't, you know, you know, I just wasn't being used the way that I should have been used. Right. But by the way, life updates, um, I did move from Columbus to Cleveland. It was a really big step. I know I moved to Columbus a little over three years ago and was chasing my career. And um, when I first moved there, COVID happened. So I'm in this new city, locked in this new apartment by myself. Um, I made a lot of good friends on the way though, but it was definitely different chapters of my life every year I was in Columbus. Not to mention I moved every year that I was in Columbus. But different chapters um, went from being very alone there to eventually, you know, my my ex-boyfriend, he moved there and going through that breakup of being with him for three and a half years to really just being on my own for the first time. And um, my cousin moved in with me and got to bond with him and got to, you know, live life and experience like just being single and um, really just taking on my own identity and um you know eventually moving yet again and then i was in a new relationship and that new relationship has now brought me um to cleveland and i'm so happy we we just got a house he bought a house and um moving we're like in the lakewood area and it was just so i remember being um like i could not wait to move and i'm i'm was so dead set on it but i also know looking back like i almost i guess that's a good segue into my first topic i want to talk about like i almost gave up this idea of that own identity that i had built for myself when i was single because you know i i took the time and i was single for almost like quite a year i want to say um and then you know, I got in this new relationship and it was great. And I feel like at the beginning of relationships, I'm always like very much myself. I'm like, you know, unapologetically myself. And, you know, I got into this idea of being in a relationship. And I think in all relationships, we start to really just recreate our identity almost. 
and I mean, this happens in all relationships. This happens in your friendships and in, in relationships with, you know, family and relationships with your significant other. We almost morph ourselves. And this doesn't have to be necessarily bad or good, but we do in small ways. Um, you know, for example, you might make time every week to like go to go exercising. You love to go running, but you know, now you want to spend time with that person or, you know, maybe it's a new friendship that you're in. So you don't take the time to go to that Zumba class you used to because now you and your friend, um, you go out for drinks or something. I don't know. I can't really think of good examples right now, but I think it's something that we all have to, and we can all relate to that. We definitely will start to change ourselves when we get into relationships. And, you know, when I knew I was moving, I was so excited and it was like I had wanted to move out of Columbus for so long so this was almost like the key to get me to get to Cleveland which is back closer to family and I just always felt like I wanted to start a family and start my life in Cleveland and being closer to home and being in like freaking Cleveland oh my god I love it but the second I got this idea that I was moving, it was as if nothing else mattered. Like I focused on, okay, let me do what I have to do. Let me, you know, let me work. Let me like figure out, get out of this apartment. Let me pack up. Let me move. And then we move and we have to renovate the whole entire house. We have to unpack everything. We have to, it's, it's moving, you know, it's fucking stressful no matter what way you look at it. And not for one damn second did I take the time to process and analyze what is going on in my head like I didn't take a second to be like okay you're moving what are the consequences of this what are you giving up what are you not doing for yourself like I I didn't weigh it at all I just knew I wanted out and I got out so you know I stopped journaling and I stopped like podcasting I stopped just taking time to meditate taking time to just talk to myself I talk to myself all the time like that's why I had to make this podcast anyways because I'd sat there and would talk to myself via writing or via just speaking out loud and I just stopped doing that so it's like where do my thoughts go at that point if I'm only focusing on you know okay once I I pack up the house and then I get to Cleveland it's like what were my thoughts where was I at in all of that because looking back I really just felt like my mind and my soul was like trying to play catch up and trying to be like, Emily, where are you at? Like, where are you at? Like, we don't know what's going on. Help us. Like my own mind felt lost from what was going on. And I was just like on the go, on the go, on the go and just acting and just like really a masculine energy of just like do, 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 um, rather than just reflecting at all. Right. Um, and it was almost like, a if this, than that kind of mindset. And what I mean by that is, I know I thought, okay, so let me back up to when I first moved and I was first on my own. So I was living with my cousin and then I first moved to this new apartment by myself, the last place I was just at in Columbus. And when I did that, I remember being like, it was in a a period of time of I was just, not doing the podcast as much. I was losing inspiration. And so what I told myself was, okay, well, once I move into my own space, then I'll podcast more. Then I will have the time. I'll have my own, like, just space to do it. It'll feel so much better. You know, like, then that's when I'll be good. 
And then I move into this new space. And then quickly it became like, okay, well, I'm moving to Cleveland. And I and then I say it again, like, okay, well, then whenever I move, like, I'll have my own space again. I'll be happy. I'll be with my boyfriend. Like, I'll just be so much happier. And then I can record. And I think so often in life, we're like, we need something to happen. And once that happens, then we'll be happy. And we t- constantly tell ourselves. Or it could be as much as like, okay, well, um, you know, once... I don't know why I can't think of an example right now. Um, I mean, it could be, I always just go back to the gym because I feel like that's just some motivating thing. But it's like, okay, once I, um, you know, once I, God damn, I can't think of an example right now. Um, oh my God, I'm blank. Um, okay, so we're just going to say this one. So it's like once I lose 10 pounds, then I'll feel confident enough to go to the gym. Like we always put these things on ourselves, but it's like if we don't act in the present moment, like those things don't get done. We have to realize that by now. Like we really have to realize that by now. Or once I save this amount of money, then I'll feel confident to invest in myself and take this class because, you know, I'll feel a little bit more comfortable at that point. Or it's like once I... Once I ask for that raise, you know, then I'll feel more confident to speak up at work because whatever, like we always try to validate and justify the reasons why we're not doing something, right? Let me repeat that. We always justify and try to validate the reasons why we're not doing something. And that's so incredibly unhealthy that we are just trying to instead of at, we're, we're trying to rescue ourselves from something that doesn't even happen yet. Like we are so scared to live and act in the present moment. And we just continue to live in this loop and live in this lie saying like, okay, well it's because this didn't happen. And you know what the damn truth of it is. Even when that does happen, even when you do get that race, even when you lose 10 pounds, even when you do move to a place you've been saying you want to move, it still doesn't happen. You're still not happy. You're still not acting because we get so out of the present. If we're not in the present moment, like it just doesn't happen. We have to act in the now. And no matter what, I know you can look back in your life right now and feel the same way. Like, oh yeah, I remember when I said, when my life was in this position, I'll be so much happier. When I have this job, I'll be so much happier. When I, you know, can, when I can, I don't know you get what I'm saying though like you get what I'm saying and we just get so lost in that world to the point we find ourselves 5 10 15 years down the road and we're like where the fuck did my life go like how am I still wishing for this next chapter in my life and we have to like you we can only trust the next chapter if you're trusting the person writing (laughs) I'm laughing right now because I have this quote in my office says, I trust the next chapter because I know the author. But I mean, that's so true to what I'm saying. If you can trust yourself and you can trust yourself in the present moment, you know that next chapter is going to be great. You don't have to think it's going to be great once you get there because then you'll be happy, you know? And, you know, in the midst of that, in the midst of changing your identity and relationships um, and, you know, having that if and then mindset we have to learn that we have to sacrifice things and distractions and things that are important to us because things that are important to us can also be distractions. But if we don't make sacrifices for ourselves, we're not going to get what we want out of life. My big lesson was, 
you know, I, I love doing this housework. I love this relationship I'm in, but you know, we also have to take the time for ourselves. And I know life can just get caught up and like, we both have day jobs and we come home and like, you got to do stuff around the house. But we talked about that the other day. Like we have a weekend where we have nothing to do. And like, we both just need to carve out time for ourselves. And I know I like had such a breakdown. Um, we went to this OSU game and on the way home, I just had a breakdown because I felt like I was not, I was just so numb. I was so emotionless to everything. I was just hiding behind this like just mask and just making this fake identity to myself, to my family, to my boyfriend, to the people closest to me. And I just broke down to him. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I can't do this anymore. This is not me. I am unhappy. Like, I have not taken a moment for myself for so long. And I don't even know what that moment is anymore. Like, nothing makes me happy. Like, I I just pretend. I pretend like everything's okay. And I know so many of us do. And, you know, we also go through seasons in life where we do that. And we go through ruts and we come back through it. But we just had a talk and, like, it was so sweet and asking like, well, what can I do? Like, what can we do to help? And I know for me, like I need to plan out this next goal and chapters of my life. I need to sit down and really just focus on like, this is what I'm doing. These are the boundaries I need to make to do it. This is the actionable steps. You know, if you want to help out, here's how we can do this together. And, and that's okay. And that's a beautiful thing. You should talk to your partner. You could talk to anybody really about hey I need to make these sacrifices whether it's in a friendship and with your family like I can't say yes to everything I can't just come home and you know like just do the things that we're used to doing together like I have to carve out time for myself or I'm gonna go freaking bonkers because that's not me I am not getting to relinquish the the good parts of me and because of that you know, I can't be at my best to you too. So if we're not making sacrifices for the things that we want, we're never going to get them. And we're always going to justify and try to validate, you know, not doing the things we want because we're not willing to make the sacrifices. So be willing to make the sacrifices, realize that you have to act in the present and understand that if you are not going to hold on to your identity in different relationships you have, then you are going to be just disrespecting yourself in the way that you start to take on a new identity, right? Speaking of taking on a new identity, I've had, I, um, let me sip my coffee real quick. I like podcasting in the morning. It's fun. I got my cup of coffee. Like the day hasn't even started yet. I mean, it kind of has had a little late start have to work for the rest of the day, but this is so good. Um, anyways, I was saying, speaking on changing identities, my, something else I wanted to bring up was, I'm just so nice. I have a people-pleasing personality to a T, my friends, like to a T. We do this, I forget what it's called, but it's like one of those personality tests. Um, we do it at work, and I actually really like it because it helps you really understand how other people work, how other people think that they work and how they work around other people, so on and so forth. And, you know, I'm like the collaborator (laughs) of my group, but my boss was reading the description and I literally said after I was like, 
yeah, that makes sense. I'm a people pleaser. And everybody was like, no, Emily, that's a good thing. I was like, no, it's fucking not because it drives me crazy. Yes, there's good pieces to it, but I am sick of being too nice. Like I'm nice to everybody in every situation. And I catch myself literally just like, wanting to punch myself in the head because I'm like, why do I almost bow down? Why do I become this different person to appease people, to make other people happy? And I've been trying to just really catch myself in the moment when I do it. And then I have to reflect and be like, okay, why did you get lost? Why do I feel like I have to bow down to sense of authority to people? Like that just doesn't make sense. It's not right. And in the meantime, I'm signing up for things I don't want to do. I'm just a yes man about everything. Like I am just taking on tasks that I just don't want to take on or I'm, you know, going to an event that I don't even want to go to or I'm engaging in different tasks and situations that do not light me up in any kind of way. And honestly, like they just drain me to every point. And, you know, just a little tip that I have learned is I say sorry a lot, like sorry, my bad. But it's not my bad. Or if I don't want to do something, I was like, hey, sorry. Like, I'm just, well, first off, I don't even say sorry. No, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, I can get that done for you. But in the moments that I I feel like I'm sticking up for myself, I still am like saying sorry. But my tip to you, if you also find yourself being a people pleaser, say thanks, not sorry. Like, you come late to a party. Don't say, sorry, my bad. I was late, running behind, need this explanation. Say Thank you for your patience, you know, because in that sense, you're putting them like, you know, I have to do what I have to do, but thank you for your patience. Go on with the day. You're not saying sorry. You're not putting yourself under the bus in any kind of way. And I know I do that so much. Um, and one of my personal Paul over so much is what I do. And just this personal policy or boundary, whatever you want to call it, that I'm working on myself is... My yeses and my noes, okay? My yeses are yeses and my noes are noes. I don't have to overcompensate and overexplain my yeses or my noes. They are simply just that, a yes or a no. I will have an event with a friend and I just don't feel like going or I don't feel good or, you know, whatever the reason is. I just want to stay at home. I need a day off. I will sit there and try to explain all that like, so sorry, I'm not going to make it. I've just had a really long weekend. So much has been going on with the house. Like, I definitely will make it next. You know, like, shut the hell up. Stop. Hey, I'm not going to make it today. And I do that with so many things or just taking on additional tasks with work or with, um, you know, just different events. Or, you know what? I was proud of myself because I love family so much. It's such a value to me. But this past Sunday... We are all going to my grandpa's to watch the Browns game, and I didn't want to miss that for the world, but I had just had a housewarming party the day before, and I was just tired, and I did. I practiced my personal policy, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm just not going to make it next time. And as bummed out as it did hurt me to not be there for family time, it was like just a small win in this personal policy, and I think if we can just focus on, we don't need big life-changing things to make us feel better. It's what are your values? How are they aligning with the way that you act toward this world? And what are your small wins that you're getting from it? When are, are you aware of when you know you're fighting these boundaries or you're breaking these boundaries that you made for yourself? And then, you know, are you also aware of when you have small wins? Because that is huge. And I don't think it's so 
wrong <laughs> to be so nice all the time because you just get taken advantage of. You get people walk all over you and people not people don't even realize they're walking all over you. They just you've let them have this expectation that oh, you know, she will help out and do anything, you know, or you know, she you just give people expectations and then they live off of that and they might not even realize you're they're taking advantage of you but you start to feel it and it starts to break you down so stick up for yourself stand up for yourself um I know I was just talking to somebody really dear to me and was just discussing you know her job and she's been very unhappy in her job for a lot of years and it's just getting worse and worse and worse and and you know so many times we've had this conversation of we should just leave. I should just quit. And, uh, you know, what's the next step? And I hype her up on this every time. Like, yes, you should, because this job is taking such a physically mental strain on you that, you know, it could actually have some bad health benefits to you. It's not okay in your relationships that you have with your family and friends, because all you do is talk about how much you hate this job and how miserable it is. And, you know, I'm sure we all, either it's ourself or we know somebody who's like this. And I'm having this conversation with this person yesterday. And as I'm saying all this, she says, yeah, but I also think, you know, what if I need to change my mindset about my job? What if, you know, God put me here because I need to help these people who are in this situation. Um, I need to help these students. I need to help these kids. And to, to me, my initial reflection was like, Okay, one, if you're that unhappy, that is not what God calls for you. That is not you needing to alternate. Like, there's some way that you can help and make an impact and still be happy. It's not a matter of like, hey, you have to learn to be miserable and and give back and help these kids. It's not it at all. And, you know, in that, I also, we were also discussing like, you know, maybe there's other ways that she she initially did have love for this job, but what are ways that she can stand up so she can really be an impact for these kids and stop having to stress about, you know, all these outside things and all these additional tasks she's being required to do and all these roles and responsibilities that aren't hers, but now she's been assigned and now people just expect her to do this because she said yes so many times. It's like, so what if you would just stand up for your job? Because if you're there and you truly think that like you are supposed to make an impact for these kids, then how are you going to shift your life and stand up for yourself so you could play a role for these kids and stop being so stressed out by all these things that weren't your role and responsibility anyways, right? Um, yeah, um, and I, I just encourage anybody who, if something doesn't feel good, it's not for you or there's there's boundaries that you can make to make it feel better. Nothing should ever feel uneasy. You shouldn't ever feel unhappy. Like if it, you're not doing something that feels good, then shift it. And I know it's like, okay, well, I need a job. I have to work. Not every job is going to be the perfect job. It's like, no, it's not. But the way I look at it is that superpower that I was talking about before it can be used in a certain job, a certain place that is right for you and does wake you wake you up every day and you're excited and happy to do it. You know, whether you have 
to switch up the company that you work for. You do it on your own. You take off extra stress and extra responsibilities that you shouldn't have had in the first place to focus on what you actually want to focus on. There's things that we can do. And I just want to emphasize so much that if you are unhappy in any kind of role, in any kind of job, then stand up for yourself or leave it and go find out what's next. Um, And Another conversation we had, I was having with her was like, okay, well, what if I leave this job and I go somewhere else and I don't like it? And I was like, you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like clarity. It sounds like, okay, I didn't like that. So that's one thing off of the shelf that I can push off and go to the next. And I don't care if you don't like the next 15 things you do. That's how much closer you're getting to the clarity of what you want to do and what will make you happy. We have to start looking at life that way. We can't look at it from this negative viewpoint at the start of it and then just expect everything to work out like we have to go into life in general with such an open mind that okay let me check off the boxes until I get there and let me trust in the process let me trust in the path that I'm navigating for myself to get there right right Right. And speaking about self, I love my little segues I've been having for these topics that I want to talk about. Speaking about self, though, something that I've been struggling with, that's what I said I wanted this podcast to be with, is like, what's going on in my life? What's current? And one thing I've struggled with is just seeking inspiration from myself. I've, you know, I think we all get awe-inspired by people and we almost feel like, that's wrong or we question like okay do I only want this now because I see this person and their life looks awesome so now I'm just like pretending like that's what I want and then we question it we're like okay you feel that imposter syndrome like that could never be me if that's ever your thoughts like stop I know I'm inspired by like the most badass woman online and I I think this is something people don't talk about enough and we definitely should like we look up to if you're on social media, you have a few counts that you just are like, you love looking at their feet. It almost like reduces your stress. You're just like, I want that life. I want that stuff. But then there's also that fight of, again, the imposter syndrome, like that could never be mine. Um, I could never do those things that would make me uncomfortable. And then you start to justify like, okay, yeah, I'm just living in a fairy tale. Like that's not actually what I want. I you know, let's be realistic. I have this day job, you know, I have this family I need to take care of. Like I could never feel comfortable in front of a camera. Um, the people that are closest to me, like they would think that I'm weird if I did that. Like, I just don't see myself like whatever we invalidate the reasons that light us up and going back, like, again, you constantly look at those people's feed and like it because it lights you up because it makes you feel good. But, you know, by doing that, we, you know, we constantly just tell ourselves like, oh my God, I'm just comparing myself. And there is such a difference of like being inspired by somebody and then taking like understanding you can have that kind of lifestyle too, but understanding that on the other side of that, you have to be authentically and genuinely you to get there. Like you're not going to get there by being inspired by their message and copying their message and trying to live their mindset, you can be awed by the way that they train so hard, the way that they can speak with confidence, the way that they can have this fashion sense that you've always dreamed of having. And no, you're never going to be exactly like them. And no, you shouldn't let that 
deflect from the reason why they inspire you, but you should take and run with that. That like, I'm inspired by the way that this girl dresses so much. I can't wait to make my own style. I want to like redo my closet in the way that I dress up or, you know, maybe you're somebody who you've always inspired to be a makeup artist and you're just looking you're like, I could never do that. I could never trust myself enough to, you know, get on video and record myself doing makeup. Um, or, you know, like I could never be as good as she is. Like that is not the point at all. The point is you're inspired by makeup. So go take actual steps to be inspired by makeup and make your dream happen. Not her dream. You're allowed to be inspired by other people's dream, but it's not your dream. And I think so many times we just will hold ourselves back from trying something because we want to feel like we're just a fake imposter in that area. And like, how do I just start? What? So I just start posting me doing makeup or what? I just start making jewelry or I just start designing clothes or I just start going to the gym and be a fitness coach. Like, yeah, (laughs) yep. That's exactly what you do because everybody has to start and you have to start going to the gym and recording your workouts. You have to document the things you're doing. Like if that's the lifestyle you want, then go get it and stop being so scared to do it. You think all these people that you look up to were 100% comfortable when they started doing something? No, because it made them uncomfortable. They were exactly where you're at, but they learned to be comfortable because they navigated through their own way, their own feelings. They had to overcome their own triumphs and find their own clarity through it. And they had to trust the process, no matter how weird it felt, no matter how uncomfortable it felt along the way. You have to let... Others inspire you, but you have to know that it is your own unique message that the world needs to hear. And to be honest, that you're depriving me and the world of all of your great talents if you're just living behind the idea in these other social media accounts that lift you up. Like, go show off. I want to see it. I want to see you unleash your superpower. And I can't stress enough that if something lights you up and something gives you that like I want that then it is so yours to have like just go have it and it starts with really just tuning in and analyzing your thoughts it starts with ignoring those other thoughts in your head that are saying you know nope I don't feel like it no you're not good enough no that would be weird no you're not you would look weird on camera like whatever it's fucking stupid like it is so dumb we live in the coolest time like it is just immaculate to me how much we have at our tools, our resources, how we can invest in ourselves. I'm not talking about investing in stocks and Bitcoin, but like invest in yourself through courses and classes. And, you know, like we have the opportunity to become exactly what we want. And if you just keep going and keep having the faith and keep practicing and don't let go and don't give up that initial dream that you had in you, you will get there. I mean, Every single time you will get there, no matter how you get stumped down, no matter how weird you feel, no matter, you know, the circumstances that you're in, if you just keep going, you're going to get there. It's a hard fact, dude. It really is a hard fact. The only people that don't get there are the people that give up because they listen to that thought in their head. Confidence starts with mastering our mindset. Confidence starts with understanding that our mindset is not that voice in our head, but our mindset is those those desires, like that intuition in us, the pull that we have to different things and different people, that pull is what we want. Like I want, 
like please sit down and be quote-unquote unrealistic about the things you want like I want whatever you want to do I want to travel more I want to become a makeup artist I want to start making jewelry I want to open that flower shop I want to start a podcast I want to be able to give back to this charity I want to be in a relationship that lights me up I want to be able to go to every music festival I want to be able to pay for my tickets to go to music festivals because I've never been to one I want to be you know I want to be more confident I want to have this and I want to have that like you are allowed to have those wants do not invalidate those thoughts right now do not invalidate those wants and those desires and just please sit with them for a moment um I think it's a lot more powerful if you just sit there like make an I want list and fill as many pages as you want with an I want list and you know laugh at how crazy your thoughts are but you know I laugh because it's silly how much we think that they can't be ours and if we just claim that they're ours and we keep pretending, not even pretending, we keep just like living through life as if they're ours, then one day we find ourselves having them and they are ours, I promise. We are literally pure love and part of this source. And if we don't think we're here to co-create the life of our dreams and our desires, then I think we are absolutely crazy. We have to stop wanting things out of a place of lack um, and start wanting things out of a place of abundance. We need to be grateful for the things that we don't have yet. And I know that can feel silly to say, but you know, I'm thankful for this community that I'm going to build. I'm thankful for, you know, what I'm going to do through this podcast. I'm thankful for the people that I'm going to reach. And I don't even know who that's going to reach one day, but I know it will because I know if I continue chasing things that are on my heart and on my desire, like it's going to happen one day. And, you know, sometimes we want to raise or we want more, we want, like, I want a better job and we come from a place of lack, but it's like, are you deserving now to get that raise? Are you, are you, um, in this moment, like, are you, an energetic match for that is what I'm trying to say. Like if you are wanting a new job and you know you have this new idea, it's like how do you act at your current job? Are you hustling and bustling? Are you being a lazy piece of shit who is just like not helpful at all? You know, like we have to be an energetic match for the things that we want. And that's why they always say the same, like, you know, you'll find somebody when you're not looking. How many times have we heard that? How many times have you not wanted to hear that when you're going through a breakup or, you know, you're single or something like we cannot. And that's so true because you become and you find somebody when you're not looking because you're not looking. You're you're at this high level energy. You are doing things for yourself. You're living out, you know, you're going to the gym, you're going to these classes, you're making friends, you're doing good at work like you are focusing on yourself. So when you're focusing on yourself you become the right match for somebody who's also focusing on themselves and you guys can be compatible together because you are just an energetic match and it's just right, right? You are love. We are all part of the source. We are all here to co-create. And if you don't believe me, well, I don't know. Just watch me, I guess. <laughs> I can cheese you with that. But I, I really am. I just, I'm just declaring this to myself and I speak and just have these thoughts and you know as I call them as truths in my head and 
I really just am working on myself and trying to fight myself through all of these battles on my own. So if you ever want to talk or, you know, just discuss something going in your life, like please always reach out to me. I love this kind of stuff. Or I love to have you on the podcast and us to just like hash it out on here because I think when we're being vulnerable and we're being honest with ourselves, it can help so many people, right? Right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to like, it seems like season two basically of Conscious Butterflies, but um, I'm so thankful just for being back and I will catch up with you next time. Bye guys.